Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. This is Ashley Pope Todorova with Ladies Who Love Christ, and I am so excited to be here today with you. Last week on the show, we were discussing what it means to cultivate godly perseverance. Um, Each show is going to build on the next. So this week, I'd like to talk to you ladies about ways to grow in your faith. You know, our faith walk with Jesus Christ is single-handedly the most important thing in our day-to-day routine. So I want to talk to you today about ways that you can grow, ways that you can press in, um, and ways that you can really, even when your faith wavers, even when your faith is tested, even when you have struggles, uh, ways that you can continue to build and grow on that. But before I do, I have some exciting announcements for ladies who love Christ. First, I want to tell you about our new website. This website is incredible. Uh, we have the ability to pray for you. You can go and fill out a contact form. You can inquire about our Bible studies. Uh, we are a um, teaching ministry and a Bible study ministry. So you can go there, fill that out. Um, if you need prayer, if you need someone to surround you and to come alongside you, uh, we're here to pray for you. We care for you. Uh, we have a whole ministry team, a whole leadership team that wants to pray for you. Um, so please check out ladieswholovechrist.com. If you sign up for the newsletter, uh, you'll also get a free Grow Girl Bible study, um, which is a Bible study that I wrote. It's a very short study, um, but you'll get that as well. The big thing I want to share with you guys, though, and it is right around the corner. It's going to be here sooner than um, sooner than you think. It's April 18th of 2020. We are actually going to be holding our annual women's conference at Piedmont Church in Marietta. Uh, This will be our fifth conference um, that we've held, and every year it grows and grows and grows, and we're so excited about it. Um, We literally have women from all over the U.S. They drive in or they fly in, and we come together for a day um, of just uh, learning and teaching and growing together and making new friendships. One of my favorite things to do, um, I've always been kind of a connector, but I love to plug women in with other women. I love them um, to build Christ-centered friendships. And so through this conference, that's a big focus. We're holding our steadfast conference at Piedmont Church in Marietta, April 18th of 2020. Uh, you guys are going to be the first ones to hear about it, the details and how to register um, as soon as that is up. So just save the date. promise you, you will not regret that. So today... I have a very important question to ask you in terms of uh, growing in your faith. And that question is simply this. Is your faith growing? Are you in a place where you're dormant? Um, Are you in a place where your faith is thriving? Or are you in a place where your faith is regressing? And sometimes if we don't, um, if we don't build certain habits, if we don't do certain things, our faith can waver. And if we're not careful, our faith can regress And that is something that's really on my heart for you ladies. So um, before we dive into some of what I want to cover today, I want to ask you if you're in a place, a safe place where you can pull out your Bible and something to take notes, um, please do that. Because I am a firm believer that what we write and what we read um, really sinks in more. I definitely want you ladies writing things down. 
Uh, we're also um, going to be available after the show airs on other um, platforms like Spotify. So you can go back there and, and listen to an episode two or three times and take notes. Um, so now that we're ready, get your pen ready. Uh, the question for you is, is your faith growing? Growing our faith, ladies, does not just happen. It's like a strong, godly marriage or a strong, healthy family or strong Christ-like friendships. Those things do not just happen. We simply cannot um, expect that our faith in Christ, our faith walk is just going to happen. It simply doesn't stop at accepting Christ into our heart and as Lord over our life. That is the most glorious beginning, accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It's exciting. That is where it all begins. But literally, that is where it all begins. There's some due diligence, and we're going to unpack that a little bit today. Growing uh, and building a strong, healthy faith, um, it takes work on our part. And we are going to uncover that it's not performance. It's not performance, but it's work in, in prioritizing Jesus above all else. Okay, and that's the most important thing that we are ever, ever, ever going to do. Another question that I want you to keep at the forefront of your mind today is simply this. How can others truly see, feel, and know the love of Christ if we're not making him a priority in our lives? How can others through our life come to know him and his goodness and his mercy and his grace if we're not modeling that in our life? There are things that we must model as ladies who love Christ and a strong uh, faith walk. It doesn't mean your faith will never be tested. Please do not understand me. Um, it doesn't mean that you won't have moments where you're shaken. Um, but if you're taking the time to cultivate that strong, healthy faith, it's going to get you through those times. So how can others truly know the love of Christ? Okay. If we're not modeling that in our life. So let me give you an example. Many moons ago, <laughs> about 15 years I uh, started out my health journey. Now, my profession currently is I'm a health coach with my husband. We, um, my husband's a naturopath. We do training, nutrition, you name it. But before that was our career, I started out in a very different place. I was 208 pounds. I was over, uh, overweight, out of shape, unhealthy. I was literally over 200 pounds. And I went into actually how I found that out. I never weighed myself, but I went into a store one day and there was a scale and I thought, you know what? I'm going to put in a quarter and I'm going to weigh myself. And I did that. And the number that spit back at me just took my breath away. I remember staring at that 208 and thinking, oh my goodness, I've let myself go. I, I've, I've completely let myself go. And on that same day, I made a decision. I made a choice. Much like when you made the decision um, to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, I made a choice that I was going to reclaim my health, okay? And this is an example for you. I was going to reclaim my health, and I was going to get in shape and get healthy. Now, let me challenge you. Do you think that that just happened? Do you think that I just left the store and it was like, okay, I'm going to get healthy, and I just said it to myself, and that was enough to make it happen? No. What did it take? It took action. It took me saying there are certain things that I have to do if I want this end result. Therefore, if we want to build intimacy with Jesus, if we want to grow in our relationship with Jesus, if we want to become strong, effective, godly ladies who love Christ, if we want our lives, every bit of our lives to point to Jesus Christ, 
then that means there are certain things we had to do. We have to do. Um, for me, it meant changing my forms of, of entertainment. It meant changing how I ate. It meant changing and doing a complete 180 with my lifestyle. Our faith walk is a lot like that. When we come to know Jesus Christ, that's the beginning. The part where we really grow is when we say, Lord, I want to be transformed to your image. I want to walk um, in the absolute best that I can walk. I want to point others to you. And part of that means that we're going to have to change the way we do some things. And so today we're going to unpack that. I'm going to give you uh, five simple things that you can do to grow in your faith. Five simple things to really build a strong faith life. Okay. So just as a recap, we don't accept Christ into our heart and expect that that's where it ends. That's the beginning. That's the place where we say, now it's time to get serious about my walk. Okay. And my health journey, I gave up television. I was addicted to TV. I was addicted to processed foods and it was not easy Do you think that giving up TV and processed foods was easy? It was one of the most difficult things I've done. Well, the same is, it it, it works the same in our faith walk, ladies, that sometimes we have to give up old ways of doing things. We may have to give up sins that entangle. We may have to give up groups of people who are perhaps um, bringing us down and not pointing us towards uh, Christ and Jesus Christ daily. There are things that we're going to have to give up, but I promise you this, I promise you this. What you will gain as you develop intimacy with Christ, what you will gain as you seek to know him and spend time with him and really build a strong, healthy faith life far outweighs anything that you'll ever give up. It far outweighs anything that you'll ever give up. So after the break, we are going to unpack five ways to grow in your faith. And I want you to know that I would love to see you taking notes, ladies. So please grab your pens, grab your Bibles. Let's take notes. And we'll be back after the break with five ways to grow in your faith. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. This is Ashley Pope Todorova with Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. And before the break, we were talking about ways to grow in your faith. I was sharing with you a little bit about my journey and paralleling that to uh, my physical journey. I started at 208 pounds. I had a tremendous amount of uh, work to do ahead of me and to reach my goal. And, you know, in our faith walk, in a lot of ways, uh, it's it's similar to that. It's not just accepting Jesus Christ as Lord of your life and into your heart, but it's saying, Lord, what can I do in my life to grow stronger in you, to build intimacy with you, to grow stronger in my faith walk? And, ladies, that is so vital. It is so vital because I, I do think that so many people just stop at the accepting Christ and not really realizing that there is fullness in him, but there's, there's action tied to that. There's due diligence tied to that. There's spending time with him and building intimacy with him. So today we are going to uncover that a little bit more uh, and unpack that. But before we do, if you are in a place where you can pull out your Bible and pull out a notepad to take notes, maybe you were doing it before the break or you've just jumped on, 
But our goal is to really get you not just to listen, but I want you to write things down because when you write things down, it does make it sink in better. So if you will, turn to Hebrews 11.6, and I'm going to read that to you. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Okay? Without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. What does earnestly seek him mean? It doesn't mean that you're flippant about it. It doesn't mean that you just give him one day a week. Ladies, he's the breath in our lungs. He's everything. He should be the beat in your heart. And what that means is that you give him the best of you. We spoke about that last week, and we're going to unpack that even deeper today. So I'm going to give you five ways that you can grow in your faith, five ways that you can grow in your faith. Please understand that this does not mean your faith will never be tested. It doesn't mean your faith will never be tried. I've been through so many things in my life that have truly tested me to the core. But I will tell you this, if you're spending the time to build intimacy with Jesus, if you're spending the time to grow in his word, if you're making him priority in your life above all else, over all else, sweet lady who loves Christ, he will do an amazing thing in and through you in and through you. I don't think that there's one of us out there who can say, I don't want my life to point to Jesus Christ. I think that's something we can safely um, say that we all want is a life that points to Jesus. And to do that, it means we are going to get serious in our walk with him. Okay. So number one, one way to uh, strengthen your faith and to grow in your faith is to stay in the word daily. As simple as that may seem, As basic as that may seem, ladies, it's oftentimes the simplest, most basic things that we trip up on. You know, going an entire day, it's like going an entire day without eating. Your tummy's going to growl. Your body's going to let you know. You're going to realize I need to eat food, right? The same thing goes with opening the word of God. This is our this is our guidebook for life. It's our, our uh, direction. It's how to deal with situations as they arise. There is not one thing, not one thing in the word of God that's not covered in the word of God that we will go through um, in life. Everything is in the word of God. The Lord speaks to us through his word. So we need to cultivate the habit of opening the word daily, opening the word daily. If you will, please turn to Romans 15.4. If you have your Bibles, if not, it's okay. If you're driving and listening, don't worry. I have all of mine bookmarked here with my hot pink post-its. Okay. Romans 15.4 says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance taught in the Scriptures, through the endurance taught in the Scriptures, and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Do you realize what that says? That says the encouragement that is provided in the scriptures gives us hope. Okay. How are we going to, um, how are we going to have hope in those moments that are challenging? How are we going to, how are we going to move forward when we're staring at, at an, an ugly, difficult, challenging situation? And yet we're not opening the word of God. I guarantee you, we're not going to do it nearly as effectively, nearly as effectively as if, 
we are sitting down and opening his word and truly meditating on his truth. Okay. So make sure you keep Romans 15, four. I would challenge you to write it out on a scripture card or on a note card or a post-it, write that scripture out. Okay. When our faith wavers, it's the word of God that infuses us, ladies. It's the word of God that directs us. It's the word of God that gives us hope. His word is, is everything. And if we're not giving it priority in our lives, if we're not opening his word daily, not just on Sundays when we're in church, if we're not opening his word every single day, we're not going to grow a strong faith. It just cannot happen. The two cannot happen. The second thing, the second way that you can grow in your faith is to surround yourself with a community of believers. To sur- and we're going to talk later in the episode about the church, but surround yourself with a community of believers. Surround yourself with friends and people who want to see you grow in your faith walk. Surround yourself with like-minded people who can hold you accountable in this walk. See, the enemy works in isolation, ladies. The enemy says you can do it alone apart from anybody or anything. And that simply is not true. As, as ladies who love Christ, we know that we need to plug in with like-minded individuals. You know, when I, going back to my physical journey, when I started my physical journey, I had to surround myself with like-minded people who wanted to see me reach my goals, who wanted to encourage me in that walk, who during the, the difficult times and the tough days, they were the ones that said, no, you can keep going. You can do this. That is just as important in our spiritual walk as it is in our physical walk. Okay. So surrounding yourself with a community of believers and people to hold you accountable is key. The third thing, and we spoke about this earlier, but I'm going to reiterate it because I believe that you got to be repetitive with this is to change your habits, to grow in your faith. You simply have to absolutely change your habits. I could not say when I was 208 pounds that I want to reach my goal, but yet I'm not going to give up anything that got me there in the first place. I'm not going to give up the food I eat. I'm not going to give up the sources of entertainment I engage in. I'm not going to give up maybe the people that I was surrounding myself with at the time that maybe weren't healthy for me. And then expect that I'm going to get the fruit of that, that I'm going to reach my goals. It simply isn't possible. With our faith walk, we have to change our habits, what we think, what we watch, what we listen to, what we engage in. Ladies, these these are the things. These are the things, if we're not focusing on them, that will trip us up daily. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Ephesians 4, 20 and 23. Ephesians 4, 20 and 23. And I'm going to read that to you if you don't have your Bible. It says, that, however, is not the way of life you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So to put off the old self, To grow in our faith, we want to put off our old self. What does that mean? That means that we're going to have to turn, ladies, do a complete 180, and we are going to have to turn from sins in our life. We cannot expect to flourish and grow and to have a life that points to Jesus Christ if we are tripping ourselves up and engaging in sins and engaging in things that are not good and wholesome. We have to turn from our habits 
And I, just like I told you earlier with the physical journey, turning from our habits is oftentimes very uncomfortable. In fact, if you feel discomfort, it's a key sign that you're on the right track. You're on the right track because quite honestly, that journey that I went through to get to where I am today, nothing about it was comfortable yet sitting here, having reached my goal. I'm so thrilled that I put in that time and that hard work and that effort. The same is the same happens in our relationship with Jesus Christ, ladies. The same happens. What does that mean for me? In full transparency, what that means for me is that, you know, my husband and I, we are really close. We have a great relationship. Um, We talk about the Lord constantly. We open the word in the morning together. But what that means is we looked at each other and we said, you know what? We don't need to go to movie date nights anymore. Let's open the word of God. Let's grow together. Let's talk together. Let's use every bit of our available time to press in and to grow. Number four This is so important. Number four, as far as growing in your faith, is that you have to make church a priority in your life. And this is something I don't hear people talk about often. Um, I've heard people say that they've been hurt in the church many times. And and my heart goes out to people who've been hurt in the church. I understand that. I'm not in any way discounting that. But what I am telling you, sweet ladies who love Christ, is that the church meant something to Jesus Christ. The church must mean something to us. The church meant something to Jesus. It must mean something to us. To plug in to a body of believers, to surround ourselves with people who are seeking after his heart. You know, we have to give each other grace in the sense that we are all going to fall short. We are all going to fail. But I promise you that if you start to plug into a like-minded body of believers who want to see you grow, you will grow and your faith will be strengthened. Please turn to Hebrews 10, 25. Hebrews 10, 25 says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. See, there's a lot of encouragement and strengthening of your faith that happens when you plug in. And the last and final thing, sweet ladies who love Christ, is to strengthen your prayer life, to get alone with Jesus not just praying and saying, Lord, thank you for this meal, but getting aside, setting, setting aside time to in the private, quiet place in your home, getting on your knees and praying to him and asking him to give you the direction that only he can give you, the guidance that only he can give you and the strength that only he can give you. I hope that these five ways, ladies, encouraged you today to build a strong, healthy faith walk. It's not a faith that will never be tested. But when it happens, you will be prepared for it. I'm so glad that you joined us for Ladies Who Love Christ today, sponsored by AnyPest, our amazing ministry sponsors. Thanks so much, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. 